Welcome back, everyone. J-Bone here for Smash This Podcast. After some Wednesday Night Dynamite. How's everybody doing? By all means, sound off in the chat. What are your thoughts on tonight's show? You give it a thumbs up. Give it a thumbs down like some people like to. Uh, it's, it's one of our favorites on another brand we talk about. And you know, you know what to do as we get into this? We smash that like button. We smash that sub button if you're digging a content. And ring that bell for notifications. Why? So that you know when more of my content hits your screen. Also available on audio. Anchor.fm forward slash smashes podcast and there also is a support button on that site so if you want to help contribute con contri yeah. wow contribute to the growth of the podcast there's a support button on there you can do so for less than a dollar a month paul's in here terrence sullivan zach HD. What's up, everyone? There's also merch for sale. Get you some hot STP merch. The link is in the description. We got mugs. We got hoodies. We got tanks. All sorts of goodies. All right. And if you missed it earlier today, we had some impact predictions for this coming weekend's um, No Surrender. TNI's Uncle Mark was in the house talking with J Bone about that. Fabulous card that's coming up this weekend. I mean, it is loaded. It is flipping loaded. I cannot wait for that. We're going to do a watch along for that and a review. So do consider hanging out with us on Saturday. Saturday is going to be a blast. Joey Z, what's going on? The, your profile pic always trips me up. It's like, man, it's, Joey Z needs a V8. Critical Sting with the, was that Bob Ross? A digital Bob Ross? Oh, my goodness. RK's in here. <laughs> in the treehouse. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, we're going to talk some AEW tonight, Season 3, Episode 6, Fallout from last week's um, Beach Break. Jiminy Christmas, I almost forgot what it was called again. 
Um, that was a blast last week. We had the arrival of Kenta attacking Mox, which set up tonight's main event. Oh, my goodness. What a loaded show tonight. All sorts of drama on the AEW front. And um, you know what? Because of certain uh, shenanigans, here's that word again, shenanigans. Certain shenanigans that happened during the main event tonight. I think this is going to trickle into this weekend's festivities. Sound off in the comments if you agree with me. I got a feeling um, we may see some people, some more people from AEW's front show up at No Surrender. Because there's a certain tag team that stuck their nose into the main event tonight. And as much as I love them, as much as I love those good brothers, because they're too sweet. They're messing with the wrong people. Messing with the wrong people. Messing with Box. Messing with the legend Jake the Snake Roberts. And big boy Lance Archer. Oh my God. That tag team title match has the potential to be one glorious hot mess this weekend. And it's three teams. It's a triple threat, which means it's no DQ, which means anything can happen, right? In theory, anything can happen. Um... So let me know what you think about the uh, the potential of that. Critical Sting says, Forbidden doors can only be opened with invisible hands. This is true. This is so true. Swack Fan says, Will AEW fans watch, though? They might. They might. They should. They absolutely should. Why? Because J-Bone said so. <laughs> oh, Zach Bonifer tagged me in something earlier tonight on Instagram. It says, my, my profile pic is the NWO Cena figure from Ringside Collectibles. I saw that earlier today, Zach. That is one dope-looking figure. It really is. Oh, looks like Twitch is having troubles. Please check Twitch to ensure the stream looks okay. No, it looks like it ended. Well, that sucks for Twitch. Well, 
head on over to YouTube, folks. <laughs> let's hope. Uh, let's hope uh, YouTube is uh, not gonna crash on me. Hopefully. All right, give me a second here, folks. Let's uh, let's remove it. And let's see if we can get it back. Let's see what happens. Sorry for the technical difficulties. I really hate it when this happens. This is as bad as when um, good old Spectrum conks out. All right, it looks like it's live. Let's start it up again. Okay. Zach Bonifer says good. Okay. Thanks, Zach. Appreciate it. All right. So sorry about that, folks. <laughs> but that's what happens when you try to stream sometimes. Sometimes there's hiccups and stuff, you know. William Gardner's in the house. What is up? So uh, we were chatting, before I dive into the meat and potatoes of this episode, folks, uh, I know that there was some big news that dropped earlier from Impact News, that that uh, Impact Wrestling, excuse me, um, that dropped about a, a certain show. So we may do a late news-breaking live thing tonight after I'm done here. We shall see. So, good old front row bill, if you're down for that, if you're patient with me, if everybody's patient, I will set that up after this, and we'll talk some impact news over on TNI. But I'm not going to rush this. We're just going to take our time with this tonight. All right. AW Dynamite Season 3, Episode 6, starts out hot. <laughs> A little patience. Yeah, I'm no Axl Rose, but hey, we got the bandana down, right? Uh, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um So we start out here with the uh, Darby Allen defending his TNT title against Joey Janela. Let me tell you, I was really surprised by this match. I mean, I had no doubt that they were going to have a good match, but they had like it was a lot more technical than I thought it was going to be. Because when you, you think of Darby Allen and you think of Joey Janela, you think of a lot of brawling, you know, power moves, maybe some shenanigans, maybe some sneaky weapon play in there. Oh, this, I mean, they, they got plenty of their, 
usual signature moves in there, but man, they were really twisting each other up. I was impressed. And sound off in the chat too when I'm uh, talking about these individual matches. Let me know what you thought about them. Um, I was impressed. This is probably one of the best matches I've ever seen Joey Janela in. The only critical criticism I, I could say about it is I wish it went longer. But this was a great match. Really cool to kick it off with Darby Allen. Um, boy, he has a he has a rough night though. We'll get into that later. My goodness. The Cracker Barrel Clash consisted of Darby, Janela, and Redacted. I don't remember who was in that. Was that, um, oh, that was someone that's not with the company anymore. I know why you're doing that. Yeah, you can say who it is. Whether you like him or not, you can still say who it is. Um, it's uh, Jim. To Jim. Jim. I can't think of what the hell his name is. Jimmy Havoc. That's it. Jimmy Havoc. Yes, RK. I am back. Twitch didn't like me for some reason. I don't know why. But it let me back. Hopefully, I'll stay. <laughs> But yeah, hell of a match between uh, Joey and thank you. I forgot about that uh, Cracker Barrel <laughs> craziness that happened. Um, that was uh, within the first uh, few weeks of uh, Dynamite's inception. Or was that a pay per view? I forget. Gosh, there's so much wrestling that's happened since then. I know it was in the early days of AEW. I know that much. Uh, but yeah, Darby Allen. Defends successfully, uh, cough and drop, and then um, makes him, I believe he made him tap out. I didn't write any other notes. Um, Mox then talks about uh, Kenta in a promo. He's outside. He's pissed. He's always pissed off. He talks about how he's going to be defending his IWGP U.S. title on February 26th. Now, I looked, and that's a Friday. Now, I don't know New Japan's – thought maybe we were going to be lucky and it was going to be on a Wednesday. No, we're not that lucky. Um, Critical Sting says all out 2019. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, so, yeah, I don't know what, what, what New Japan, I think they've got a show that's called Strong. I've, I've never seen it. I've seen, like, you know, stuff, like clips and stuff. I saw the clip where um, Mox showed up and attacked, uh, attacked excuse me, Kenta. I saw that, but I've never seen any of the strong shows. I know those are the ones that are based in the U.S. I think that was the same one that um, I'm assuming the same place that had the um, uh, that junior tournament. I can't think of what the heck it was called. 
had ACH, TJP, Chris Bay, those guys in it. I think Blake Christian was in it too or something like that. I don't know, a bunch of guys. Um, but, yeah, so I'll be uh, keeping an eye out for that because I'll certainly want to watch that. I don't know if I'm going to get the uh, New Japan Network. But um, but it's, it is cool that they are starting to, you know, do stuff again. Stuff is slowly coming back to normal for their scheduling and performances and events, whatever, you know. Super J Cup. Thank you, Critical Sting. I'm going to owe you big time tonight, I have a feeling. All right. Next, we got Sammy showing up in, uh, in the back where Inner Circle's all hanging out. Tells everybody that uh, he needs a moment with MJF. MJF uh, tells everybody, yeah, go ahead. It's all right. It's all good. It's not all good. <laughs> As we see. So everybody leaves, except for the cameraman. He's requested to stay. And he's like, I, I know what you're doing. You're trying to take over the inner circle. I, I see I see through everything. I know I know exactly what you're doing. And he's like, no, you know what? You know what it is, Sammy? MJF says, you hate Chris Jericho. And somehow in the midst of this conversation, MJF takes his phone out of his pocket. And uh, he's actually recording the conversation. That sly son of a... And uh, yeah, that's right, Bell's boy. We'll get to that. Um, he uh, he's like, oh, you you, you wanted to you know he uh, Sammy just starts exaggerating. Oh yeah, that's right. I hate Chris Jericho. And MJF grabs his phone and he's like, "Yeah, that's 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 just what I wanted, you know. It's you, you see, you know, as if to say that, that that's exactly what I wanted you to say while I was recording you." And Sammy catches what he was doing, grabs his phone and throws it against the wall, and just punches him right in the gut. MJF just drops to the floor in a heap. Sammy leaves the room. So things are at a fever pitch right now inside the inner circle. It's crazy. A lot of tension. And that's an, that's an understatement. And more happens later. We'll get to that. So uh, next, we've got a great match. From Cody and Lee Johnson versus 
is this right? Is his name is Pretty Peter Avalon? Pretty Peter Avalon and Cesar Benoni. If I'm mispronouncing that second name, I apologize. I'm pretty sure that's how they uh, pronounced it. I believe this is his dynamite debut, Cesar. Uh, I gotta say, I was impressed with him. Kind of reminds me of. Uh, a Randy Orton type. And I mean that with the utmost respect and compliments. He's got that build. He just has that physique, you know, a young Randy Orton. Um, so, and this is, this is important because we learned later that Lee Johnson now has a contract with AEW. They officially signed him. So apparently he's been a part of Dustin's new school over the course of the last year. And um, and he got his first like official win on Dynamite. He actually got the pin here. So, and uh, this was very emotional for him. Great tag match, great back and forth. Everybody got their stuff in. Um, and uh, oh, and even before the match, they show at ringside on the other side of the barrier a young Arn Anderson Jr., if you will, Brock Anderson, Arn Anderson's son. Man, what. Looks just like a chip off the old block. My goodness. They made some joke like he looks like he belongs on the, the front of a stew can or something. Like I was like, what is that? I was thinking like the paper towel guy, the brawny guy, you know. But man, what a chip off the old block. <clears throat> totally. So apparently he just graduated from college and now He's training to become a wrestler. Crazy. So good for him. We got a next generation uh, young Anderson out there. So that's going to be very interesting. I'm, if, I don't know. I'm, I'm sure he's at Dustin's school, dojo, whatever you want to call it. So, yeah, it'll be very interesting to follow his journey. Um. <laughs> Zach Potiphar, Brock Anderson, <laughs> Bell's boy <laughs> chimes in with that too. RK says Brazilian, I think you're talking about um, Cesar Benoni. Okay, yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, he used to be in NXT, I guess, and he's one of the ones that <clears throat> within the last year got let go. So, Swag Fan says, man, I miss the old days of Arn Anderson. Can't wait to see what his son can do. He's got the bloodline. Yeah, he's got the, he's got the dead DNA. Right? We'll see. We'll see. <clears throat> so, yeah. <clears throat> Anderson. Now, that's, that's different. That's, that's the guy from Wisconsin it's different Anderson it's 
versus Double A Junior, if you will. So yeah, great tag match. Lee Johnson gets his first win, and um, the Rhodes family is surrounding him. Team Team Cody, whatever they call it, the Nightmare Family. Excuse me. There we go. Nightmare Family surrounding him, hugging him, high fiving him, congratulating him on his first win. So yeah, big day for Lee Johnson. And I've seen a few of his uh, matches. Uh, he's good kid. Seems like he's got uh, a lot of potential. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see how he does. And that's and that's what's so important. You know, it's like a lot of people come to this brand to see guys like Cody, the Young Bucks, Kenny Omega, uh, Adam Page. And other, you know, top stars, international stars, Pentagon, those guys. But it's so important for a brand like this to create new stars. It's the only way AEW is going to survive is if they make new stars. Because you can only do so much with the other ones. Not that they're going to run out of options and talent. But that's the thing. You create more talent so that you have more variety on your show. And then they got the shows like AEW Dark, where you can feature that talent, that growing talent, whether it be men or women. So, yeah, it's uh, – and I actually did watch some Dark before Dynamite tonight. I had a little bit of time. I watched about half of this week's show, almost half of it. Then I had to take care of dinner and stuff. But, yeah, and from what I saw, it was really good. <laughs> Trent, <laughs> what's an AEW? It's it's a lot like AAW, only different. No, I'm kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, so then we got a uh, promo in the back. With uh, Young Bucks and Good Brothers. <laughs> young Bucks are not too happy that they were distracted by the Good Brothers last week. And Good Brothers, of course, they, uh, you know, they two-sweeted themselves out of the conversation pretty much, you know. And then <sighs> said, well, it wasn't because of us. It was because of Santana and Ortiz. They're the ones that eliminated you. It wasn't us. They were they were outside. So there's that. But <laughs> if they weren't at ringside, they wouldn't have been distracted. They wouldn't have been elim eliminated by Santana and Ortiz. So then that's going to lead to um, the Young Bucks defending their tag titles next week against Santana and Ortiz. It's going to be very interesting. So great to see them get that opportunity. It's been a while. And um, next we got uh, Hangman Adam Page, Matt Hardy. And they have a couple segments tonight. Matt Hardy wants to take Hangman out to uh, celebrate their win. Which then, of course, leads to him getting Hangman drunk and 
conning him into signing a contract. Never sign anything when you're drunk. But that's the thing. You know, your guard's down when you're drunk. So, um, he, <laughs> you could say he seduced him. <laughs> In the big money, big money way that he did. <laughs> RK. <laughs> He's like, okay, Dad, I finished school. Can I become a wrestler now? <laughs> hey, then that's what a lot of that's what a lot of kids do. They finish school and then they, okay, well, I got this backup plan. I can, I got this degree. I can always do this. I can fall back on this. It's smart, it's smart. That was probably one of the conditions that Arn said. Uh, said he would. Uh, you know, agree to help training him, you know. Smart family. Swag fan says, same with Impact. They need to create new stars as well. Well, you, you know that Impact is good with that because then they, they, they lose them three to four years later and then they go off to do other bigger and better things. Sometimes bigger and better things, but you know what I'm saying. So, <laughs> so you know that Impact knows how to do that. But not every company does know how to do that. So, but yeah, it's good to see AEW working hard at that. All right, next we got uh, Pack versus the Hollywood hunk, Ryan Nemeth. Just wipes the floor with Ryan Nemeth. And Ryan Nemeth is going to be a star in this company, though. I have absolutely no doubt about that. And who knows? Maybe his brother will follow someday. You never know. You never know. Right now, Ziggler is a tag team champion. He may be happy with one rude we'll see how long that lasts i have no clue how long his contract is even going on for we'll see but yeah pack has a short but sweet match with ryan nemeth but i but uh i, I like what i see with ryan you know he's uh you, you can see ziggler through and through with him you know very very similar you know and I mean it as a compliment. So then we got uh, wedding highlights. Highlights. I'm using my, my quote fingers for that, for those listening audio. Oh, Bell's Boy says, Ryan Nemeth is better than Dolph Ziggler. Or, or he's asking. Is Ryan Nemeth better than Dolph Ziggler? I wouldn't say he's better. I've only seen a couple things from Ryan. I know he's been wrestling for many years. He used to be a part of WWE's developmental, but that was way back when Moxley even first started. And, uh, Ryan Nemeth, I believe, was gone shortly after that. So we're talking eight years ago-ish, give or take a little. It's been a while. 
But um, yeah, he just looks like a young Dolph Ziggler. And um, I, I don't know if he's better than him, but he certainly looks like he's very talented. I, I haven't seen enough to really make that grand of an opinion on him. But I do like what I see so far. He just has to be given the opportunity. So, but and, and that's what they're doing with him, you know. They're they're giving him matches with a guy like Pac to see how he does. Because Pac is one of the best on their roster right now. What they say during the match, I believe they said he's ranked number three. It's nothing to sneeze at. Joey sees this Ryan does look like a poor man's Dolph. Ooh. Well, he's not as flashy as his brother. His brother works up north and has, you know, a lot of money for a lot of flashy gear, you know? So. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, given the opportunity, he certainly could end up coming out looking like that someday. But it takes a while to grow that kind of gorgeous head of blonde locks as well. <laughs> give it time. Give it time. Trent says, unrelated, but great job on the no surrender bone dictions earlier. Thank you, Trent. Much love, brother. Thank you. Appreciate that a ton. Um, all right, so wedding highlights next. We've got Jericho with MJF, and MJF is banged up, he's all taped up across the, the what do they call that? The bread basket, <laughs> the midsection. He's whining backstage. It's like Sammy hit me for no reason. No reason at all, he says. Why would Sammy do that? And then he claims he might even have broken ribs or broken a rib. But Jericho and MJF come out to the uh, their new theme song. Everybody's singing along. Everybody loves it. They got Wardlow out there with, with Hagar. And Santana and Ortiz, the whole crew is out there, except for Sammy. Sammy Guevara is missing. They got a match against the acclaimed Caster and Bowens. I'm telling you, I absolutely love this acclaimed team. Man, I get a chuckle at their 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 intros when they're coming out and the, the little rap they do. I saw I saw their new music video. Uh, in fact, it was one of the last things I saw on Dark before I had to go do some other stuff. <clears throat> they played that on Dark. They also played it on social media today. You can go to the AEW page. They retweeted that a few times. <laughs> Loved it. It was hilarious. Of course, they were ribbing on uh, Jericho and MJF, how much they didn't like them and this and that. But yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. A little bit of that old school 
comedy rap. And that's and that's what I grew up on, you know. Fresh Prince, uh Jazz, Jazzy Jeff, the Fresh Prince, uh Fat Boys, you know, early run DMC, Beastie Boys. Love that stuff. So I see the acclaimed and I'm just I'm just bopping my head and laughing along right with their raps, man. It's I love it. <clears throat> it it comes off <clears throat> excuse me. It comes off as a little more authentic than John Cena stuff. Now I love John Cena stuff, don't get me wrong, but this just feels I don't know why. I don't know why. Maybe it's the chain. Maybe it's the boom box. I don't know. <laughs> it just does. <clears throat> I do like this though. But yeah, great match. Chris Jericho and MJF win. The acclaimed almost had him. Almost had him. So they're celebrating their win, and all of a sudden, Sammy Guevara's music starts playing. He comes out, he's got a very stern look on his face, very serious. And he tells Chris, he's like, I've had enough. I'm done. I'm quitting the inner circle. And MJF just lights up behind Chris Jericho. He's so happy. He's got this big-ass smirk on his face. So his plan is working. His plan is working. <clears throat> and then the uh, Sammy takes off. Chris Jericho's all upset. He's like, oh, what the hell, you know? And then later on, we see uh, Sammy Guevara in the parking lot with his, uh, you know, gear bag, whatever, walking towards the exit. And uh, Alvarez uh, tries to... Oh, Marvez, excuse me. Alex Marvez tries to um, stop him. You know, get a scoop. Get a big scoop. And he's like, he's like, man, I just uh, I really don't have much to say. I just uh, I just need to take some time away. So who knows what Sammy Guevara is going to do now? Is he going to be back next week? Is he going to be gone for a while? What's... What's Sammy's plan? Maybe we'll learn in his vlog on his YouTube channel. Jesse Cole, what's up, man? Good to see you. Joey Z says he's digging the acclaim. Awesome. <clears throat> so. So, yeah, Sammy needs time away. We'll see where this leads to. Um, I think it's, uh, you know, people have been predicting this for a while that Sammy's going to have a face turn. And he's one of my favorites in the company, so I'm actually really excited about this. So He's got that new action figure coming out. I'd have to pre-order that. 
might be the first one I actually pre-order because I haven't found any in any stores around here. Not that I've been out that much, but man, trying to find those is trying to find a needle in a haystack, I swear. I read somewhere that they're starting to show up at Targets. Is that true? I haven't seen any at Targets, but I got a Target five minutes from my house. I might have to go check. We'll see. Now we got the segment that I uh, talked about a little earlier. <clears throat> uh, big money Matt Hardy cons drunk Adam Page into signing that contract. Shame on you, Matt. So now he's he's got him under contract, and we'll have to wait and see next week what the fallout from that is. <clears throat> Probably going to be on BTE as well. But they got a match. He's going to wake up the next morning, realize that he's got a match with Big Money Matt and Private Party next week. We'll see how that goes. Jeremy Bentley says, I'm assuming you're talking about Sammy Guevara, says you may be coming, maybe coming to uh coming to impact. Oh. Well, he did have a cup of coffee in Impact Wrestling about four years ago. He was part of that last uh, X, uh, X Cup, Super X Cup, whatever it's called, where uh, you know Dez started and Rohit and those guys. ACH was in that too, I believe. <clears throat> um, yeah, maybe. Maybe he's, you know, I, I'm not going to complain if he does. I'll tell you what, Sammy Guevara versus Ace Austin. Man, shut up and take my money. I'd love to see it. We'll see. We'll see. All right, next, uh, let's see. <clears throat> we got uh, Tony Schiavone and uh, Sting. S Sting hasn't been doing too much talking lately. He usually gets interrupted, and he does again by Team Taz. And this, this one gets really brutal. <clears throat> Excuse me. This one gets brutal, folks. He's like, hey, we got your buddy. In the back, camera goes to the back, and there's Starks and Starks and Cage. I believe it's Starks and Cage are roughing up Darby Allen, but he's in a body bag, and the body bag is tied to the truck. Crazy. This is not the first time he's been put in a body bag. Saw that about four years ago at the hands of one other guy by the name of Ethan Page in Evolve. They dumped a bag of, ta uh, bag of tacks inside a body bag with him inside, closed it up, and um, just destroyed him. It was brutal. One of the most brutal attacks I've ever seen in wrestling. It's crazy. <clears throat> so they beat him up. They have him in the body bag. 
It's tied to the truck. They zip it shut. <clears throat> they close, they, they jump in the back, and the cameraman is left chasing the truck as Darby Allen is dragged behind the truck on the ground. Crazy. Crazy. I was like, oh my God. <clears throat> Gonna have some serious road rash there. So that's where that ends. So now next week. <clears throat> Excuse me. Next week, we're going to have Sting calling out Team Taz. Where does this leave Darby before Revolution? It's not looking good. It's not looking good for him at all. So, um, No, Brian Cage has been with him for a while. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I forgot what he all did to him. That's what he did. He powerbombed him on the stage. But, yeah, but uh, he dumped the tax inside the body bag. That's when Ethan Page said, I'm talking about two different pages here. Or, excuse me. Um, never mind. Brain fart. Yeah, that was four years ago when Ethan Page, um, I, I might have mistakenly said Cage. Page, Ethan Page attacked Darby Allen in Evolve. He had him inside of a body bag, dumped a bunch of tacks in, powerbombed him on a stage next to where the ring was. It was brutal. It was crazy. That footage might be on YouTube. You might be able to find that. But yeah. Cage and um, Ricky Starks had Darby Allen in a body bag here. Oof, crazy. Flashbacks from four years ago. Um, so then next, we get a segment of uh, Kenny Omega golfing. That was just goofy. Alex asking him, he's like, well, aren't you supposed to be prepping for your match? And he's like, I don't need to. Blah, 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 blah. The funny part of this is, if you're looking in the background, because the ball went nowhere near the hole. And then Don Callis ends up sending the uh, caddy against, you know, uh, he's, he's taking the caddy and having him search for the ball. And he, while he's do while the caddy's doing that, Don Callis drops a ball in the hole right before the end of the interview. And he's like, wow, look at that. <laughs> another, what did he say? Another birdie? Whatever he said. I don't know. It's, I'm so out of the whole golf terminology thing. I don't follow it much. <laughs> Crazy. Critical Sting says, death wish Darby Allen. Yeah, man. He's, he's, man, he's, he's good. If he keeps us up, he's going to have a short career. My God. Crazy. Brutal, brutal stuff. 
Uh, next, we've got a hell of a match between Layla Hirsch and Thunder Rosa. Now, this is part of that new Eliminator tournament. They also announced that, I believe they said this coming Monday on YouTube, they're going to start showing um, the Japanese side of the bracket, those matches. So that'll be great to see. We'll see. I'm assuming that's going to be on YouTube. So, um, so yeah, we'll we'll see, and I'll be I'll be following that closely. I, a lot of those names do look familiar. Um, Aja Kong is coming back for that. Um, so, Emmy Sakura, I think that's her name. Is that the one that looks like uh, Freddie Mercury from Queen? With her uh, ring gear, fabulous, good stuff. Um, so yeah, great to see some of those names. Some of those names again. They may not be on uh, U.S. soil, but they'll still be on TV. So good stuff. So we got Thunder Rosa here versus Layla Hurst. Excuse me. Great match between these two. Um. Looked, looked like um, there was a little bit of struggle during the match, but um, you know I don't know how how many times these two have faced each other in the past. This might be a first. This might be a first. But um, but man, this this was a this is probably one of the best matches I ever seen uh, Thunder Rosa in. Good stuff because Layla Hirsch she can go, she could really go. I think the challenge is, is because she is, she is shorter and her, her, uh, her center of like her core is you know lower than a lot of other people. So I think that's where the, you know, the, if there is a struggle in doing some of the in-ring stuff, that's where it lies, but that's, that's not a knock on her. It's just a, it's a, it's a physical part of the competition. Um, I love Layla Hurst. She's great. It's great to great to watch her in this brand. But Thunder Rosa gets a win here. She's moving on in the bracket. She's going to be – I forget who they said she was going to be facing. I, I didn't see who was all facing who in the bracket on the uh, the U.S. side of things. Um, then we got uh, Tony Schiavone with a short but sweet interview with Jungle Boy. Um, talking about his match, was it last week or the couple weeks ago, I believe, with uh, one half of FTR. Then that leads us to the main event here. The no DQ falls count anywhere. This one went all over Daly's place. I mean, all over the place, even back to the kitchen. The cooks were freaking out. They were like, oh, my God. Not on the steel table. They did suplexes on the steel table. It was just brutal. And those those steel tables, they don't move. They that didn't they didn't budge. No give whatsoever. That's got to be incredibly painful to take a bump on those. Can't even imagine. 
I was hurting just watching it. Kenta and Omega, Kenta's first match in AEW with uh, against the team of Lance Archer and Moxley. Very interesting. Mox and Lance Archer, obviously, setting aside their differences because they've faced each other before a few times, a few times over the course of the last few years. One time, re most recently, for the AEW Championship. But yeah, this went all over the place. They had ladders here, garbage cans, tables getting destroyed. The ones that did have the give, you know, the ones at ringside, not the ones in the back kitchen. Oh, no, there was no give to those at all. <laughs> um, crazy. At one point, Mox is laid out on the announcer's table at ringside. Kenta dives off the stage with a, with a uh, double foot stomp. It just plows him right through the table. It's brutal. Crazy. Kent and Omega get the win here. This one was so much fun. Very violent. Very violent. All over the place. <laughs> A critical sting. False count anywhere. Ends in the ring. Yeah, well, you know. They did try to pin him all over the place. <coughs> Excuse me. But, of course, you know, there was shenanigans. Those good brothers, part of the, uh, you could, I guess you could say, U.S. chapter of the Bullet Club, if you will, got involved. So it was four on two at the end of the match. Doc Gallows, Carl Anderson getting in in the mix. And, um, yeah, it's the, the odds are against Lance and Mox. And, and like I said at the start, um, this, this could very well trickle into no surrender this weekend. To what degree, I don't know. But Lance has hinted at uh, some stuff online. On, so, on his social medias on Twitter. <laughs> they even took out Jake the Snake Roberts. Now, of course, part of that is his fault. But I give I give Jake, you know, credit for trying to get involved. <clears throat> Eric Travis says the main event was good. Hell yeah, it was good. Joey Z, uh, Joey Z said it was very physical, hard hitting, and he loved it. Yeah. Yeah, the V trigger to Jake the Snake. My God. Can't believe a guy like him with his ailments is taking bumps like that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Very brave. Very brave. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, sound off in the chat as we wrap this up. Let me know your thoughts on it. Uh, good stuff. Eric Travis says, hey, J-Man, this storyline is with Sammy is very interesting. They could do something good with this. Kind of gives me a feel of a la NWO Wolfpack and NWO Black and White. Um, well, that would mean that he'd have to like come back with like his own squad. I don't know if he's up for coming back with his own squad. <clears throat> like to rival um, Inner Circle? I don't know. It, I mean, that certainly could happen. Um, I have no clue, you know, who he would come back with. I mean, obviously, he could come to Impact Wrestling and then, you know, form some kind of alliance and then come back to AEW, maybe at Revolution. Who knows? I don't want to overthink it. It's certainly possible. I think this is more... Uh, MJF versus Sammy, but we'll see how far out it extends. And you got to realize that there are some people inside Inner Circle that are still close with Sammy as well, like Jake, Jake Hagar, one half of Sammy Hagar. <laughs> so there's that, you know. I mean, it, it could very well turn into Santana and Ortiz backing up Sammy Guevara as well. Who knows? I don't know. But we'll, we'll watch this play out. We'll see. <clears throat> we'll see. You know, it could end in uh, Jericho versus MJF too for, like, you know, leadership of Inner Circle. Who knows? Lots of different options. I am digging it, though. It's been fun watching uh, Sammy's journey in this company. He's, like I said, he's one of my favorites. So definitely going to keep uh, eyes peeled on this. <clears throat> so that's it for this one. Uh, hey, look at that. We're wrapping it up in an hour. Not bad. So, um, yeah, if you're watching this after the fact, let me know what your thoughts on our show. What was your favorites? Uh, what you liked, what you didn't like, whatever. <clears throat> don't forget folks to smash that like button smash that sub button and ring that bell for notifications why so that you know when more of my content hits your screen appreciate all the love folks on the twitch or youtube wherever you're watching don't forget about the audio for your stp bone on the go anchor.fm forward slash Smash this podcast and smash that support button on there. You can support the podcast for less than a dollar a month. Pretty good deal, if you ask me. Helps the con helps the helps the podcast grow. So yes, I did see the card for next week, Eric. Looks jam-packed. I just did not have the time to write it down. Looks good. We got tag team titles on the line. I know we got that. Sting is obviously going to be on the mic 
talking against Team Taz for what they did to Darby Allen in the body bag and so much more. Can't wait, folks. Loving these episodes, and I hope you're digging them just as much as me. All right. We will see you manana for the throwback over on TNI, and we might even get some news later tonight. We'll have to wait and see. So stay tuned for that. And if you missed it earlier today, no surrender predictions right here that I did with good old Uncle Mark from TNI on Smash's podcast. Can't wait for no surrender. It's going to be nuts, folks. Make sure you tune in for that. We'll be covering it on here and on TNI. So no matter where you watch, it's all good. Much love, folks. We'll see you soon.